Week 17 of the NBA 2021-22 season was trade week, and it was a busy one. This is Run It Back, NBA Week in Review, Trade Edition. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass, throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass, right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money, you can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Beach Basket. Date sports, post-game reports, debates and play-by-play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket, coming soon on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news, like we're in the stands. Creative news from the Astros fans. This is the show where we go coast to coast to talk to fans of the teams that made the biggest trades. Tonight, I'm excited to talk to Jack. He runs a very good LA Clippers Twitter account. JP to talk New Orleans Pelicans. Tom to talk Sacramento Kings. Akeem Evans to talk Philadelphia 76ers. And Brandon Wynn to talk Washington Wizards. Also be joined from time to time by Steve Priscillo and Isaac Edelman of our partner site, FL Teams, as we break down one of the wildest NBA trade seasons ever. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 and sponsor of Run It Back NBA Week in Review. We are going to talk Philadelphia 76ers and drop the pin in Philadelphia. Let's bring in Akeem Evans. Akeem is a general NBA contributor to the Beach Basket, been writing some great content, a Philadelphia fan. I know that this is a trade that we've been waiting on uh, for a while. Uh, quite honestly, what ben, ben Simmons was asking for this trade before preseason, uh, or at least right around preseason, and then it happened and it still shocked the NBA world. Akeem, welcome. Let's get right to it. What did you like about this trade? Uh, what I liked is that Philly, at the end of the day, they got exactly what they wanted. Early in the season, they said they were going to get a top 30 player for Ben Simmons, right. and they ended up getting a top 10 player for Ben Simmons. And, you know, your championship window starts now. You, you have a shot at getting a championship at least for the next three seasons with James Harden and Joel Embiid on your team. Right. And... Uh, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Before, yeah. Well, before we get too far away from that, because there's already already a lot of bubbling about that pairing. Uh, I agree with you. They're, you know, on paper they're a great match, but I'm curious about your thoughts on on Harden. He wanted out of Houston. He wanted out of Brooklyn. How long before he wants out of Philly? Well, he did want out of those two places, so he you could say that he's quit on two teams already, but. He never quit on Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey left Houston first, and now he's come to Philly to be 
with Daryl Morey again because he they have a good relationship. He feels Morey understands him. They communicate well together. Uh, so maybe that that's enough reason for Harden to stay because they there was never any issues in Houston until Morey left. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, let's talk about and, and forgive me for not bringing this up earlier because I had meant to. Um, what it took to make this happen, though. They got James Harden, they got Paul Millsap for Ben yeah. Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round draft picks. Um, does does that haul fit into the yeah, I like it category or yeah, I don't like it category for you? I don't quite like it. I think they gave up a little too much because Seth Curry is the best shooter on their team and he had a nice kind of two-man game with Embiid where they'll do little dribble handoffs and they they worked really well together, and then Andre Drummond is your backup center, which with Embiid's health, you you need that, and just to give Embiid a little break each game. So they're gonna have to find replacements for that, and they may be able to do that with uh, Courtmas. He might be able to take over that role for South Curry, but he hasn't been having a very good shooting season. He's shooting under thirty percent from three for his career. He's about thirty six percent. So maybe if his role expands, he'll get in a rhythm and in that uh, three-point percentage will come up and he can replace Curry. But at the end of the day, you're you're going to get one of the best scorers in the league in James Harden, who's been a league MVP. He's been a uh, scoring champion, and he's a phenomenal passer. So yeah. he's going to make – he's going to create easy buckets for Embiid, which you don't really see a lot. Embiid almost creates 100% of his own baskets right now. Yeah, and that's the thing for me. And, and Steve, uh, just to give you a heads up, I'll, I'm about to bring you in. Um, should you have any questions or comments for Akeem about this big trade? But being on the West Coast, I don't see a lot of um, uh, Embiid and the Sixers. But the highlights that I've seen, you're exactly right. It seems like he – I mean, he's just a monster. Uh, he's got a low post game. He's got a mid-range game. You know, you don't necessarily want him you know, to go out to the three-point line, but he can make it. Um, but he seems to yeah, generate all that on his own. Uh, I know Simmons was a, a, a pretty good uh, playmaker. I wonder, what, what are your thoughts? And, and Steve, after I ask this question, I'm going to go ahead and bring you in. What are your thoughts, Akeem, on, 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 again, on paper, this looks like a great matchup. Do you think it's going to play out that way on the court? I, I think it should play out better for them offensively because Simmons is a great passer, but he's a, He's at his best on the fast break, right? you know, full steam ahead. But in the half court, he's not as dynamic, whereas Harden is much more dynamic in the half court and much better passer, you know, when you put him in the pick and roll or as a dribble driver than than Simmons. So I I think there's going to be a lot of benefit offensively for them. Obviously, you lose one of the best perimeter defensive players in the game in Simmons, and just he's just one of the most versatile players. But they they're in the fifth seed right now without Ben playing the whole season, and now you're adding James Harden to a team that was already really cruising, especially in this second part of the season. Yeah, for my money, Embiid's been the uh, MVP. He's 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 been incredible keeping this ship afloat. And again, in my opinion only. Um, Steve, I've you know I've got a couple of more questions for Akeem, but. It, you know, I, I know that you had some interest around this pretty big trade. If, if you have any questions, feel free. 
How long? Uh, yeah, I, I do have one. Uh, how, how big a window do you think the uh, Philadelphia Sixers have with Harden? Because it, there's a lot of talk about his conditioning mm. and his age, and his numbers haven't nearly been as good as they were in Houston. And in, in the New York area, and I have friends up there, they, they talk about the fact they feel he just quit on them. And they're really, you know, very, very down on them, I guess. Yeah, his numbers this year have been down, but the season in general has been very up and down. There's been a lot of players in and out of the lineup, and his role kind of changed a little bit with Kyrie being out for so long. Um, but last year coming in, pe- people were talking about him being an MVP candidate last year. And, you know, his conditioning, he's just not that guy. He's never going to be in truly great shape. But I feel with his game, he doesn't rely on his athleticism too much. He's really just great at pacing in the same way that Chris Paul is great at pacing. And he just knows how to move guys. So I, I think he should age okay. I don't I don't think he's just going to drop off a cliff in the next two years or so. Um, so I, I would say their championship window is the next three years. You know, people have been waiting for LeBron to drop off that cliff for a while, and that, and that hasn't happened yet. And CP3, it, it, and that hasn't happened yet. Okay. I, I just you, if you don't mind. Please. I, I think if you do any, any, any studying about that, LeBron has changed everything. His eating habits, so has Chris yeah. Paul. They've changed everything in their life. The word about Harden, in fact, two days ago or three days ago, he was back in Houston out on the town again. I don't know if his lifestyle is is the type that will sustain a career to go until he's 40 years old or 35 years old. Um, that, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. His current lifestyle is definitely not uh, conducive to longevity. But uh, – I know it's just a new age. There's a lot of science and technology. Things could change. But as of right now, he's still a top 10 player. And I imagine he will be at least next year. And if you put that next to Embiid, you you should be a championship contender at least for three years. Yeah. I don't disagree with that window. When, when I look at what they gave up, the first round picks, you know, notwithstanding, Obviously, they're not going to miss Simmons because they haven't had him all year. But Curry has been good for this Sixers team. Um, And Drummond has been amazing. When I saw that they picked him up, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, Drummond came to the Lakers, uh, you know, as an alpha. Uh, He'd been an alpha his whole career. But he really settled into that role behind Embiid and and gave him some really great center minutes. Um, I wonder, now, having an MVP – kind of brushes a lot of mistakes away. And Embiid, I think, is certainly an MVP candidate. But how much do you think they're going to miss Curry? I, I think they're going to miss Curry personally a lot. And uh, and Drummond, what do you think? Yeah, I think they'll miss Curry a lot. I, originally, early in the day, they were reporting that Patty Mills was going to be a part of the deal, which, you know, for Brooklyn, Curry's a slight upgrade over Patty Mills. He's younger, he's a better defender, and he's uh, a slightly better just kind of passer and playmaker. Um, But they're both great shooters and, you know, they can fulfill each other's role. So I I would have liked to do a lot better if Philly got Patty Mills back, but they didn't. And then losing um, Drummond, he was 
given really great minutes off the bench, especially in the second unit. They were kind of surrounding him with a lot of young guys. and He was just eating up the boards and getting the ball out quickly. And that second unit moved very fast um, and get a lot of easy, fast break points. So, But I, I think Drummond is a lot more replaceable than Curry. And who, who, who does fit that role now? And, and this is what I love about doing this show and talking to people like you. I, like I said, I don't watch a lot of Sixers basketball. What I do watch are the highlights. And I couldn't tell you who's going to fit into that backup role right now behind Embiid. I mean, so they have – they got Paul Millsap in the deal who, you know, I think his, his best days are pretty far behind him. But right. he has always been a pretty strong rebounder. And then they have Paul Reed on the bench as their – as like their third string center. So now he's the backup there. Uh, he doesn't play a lot right now, but maybe he can step up. And then I also think that they'll look at the buyout market. Right. Um, once, once teams start buying out players, there, there should be a couple centers available. Yeah. That's a whole nother show in itself. Right. Cause I think a lot of teams right now are looking at that buyout market and there's going to be potentially some pretty good players available there. That's going to be really, really, really interesting. I, um, I know Robin Lopez has been talked about. A lot about as as a uh, buyout candidate. I, I think he would make a lot of sense. He's a, a great rebounder and has a ton of energy. Yeah, and he's a great Twitter <laughs> follow too. If, if you don't follow him, he tweets I'll the check it most out. ridiculous things ever, uh, and it's always entertaining. <laughs> All right, outstanding, great recap. This was like I said, the trade that was bubbling for a long time. It finally happened. Uh, I was shocked, uh, quite honestly, even though we all knew it was coming. Um, and yeah, that haul uh, was 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 pretty amazing. And you wonder down the line what this is going to look like when we look back on this five years ago. Let me leave you with that because I think this is a good question. Uh, and then I'll defer to Steve if he has anything. And, and I know it's terribly unfair, uh, Akeem, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask anyway. Five years from now, when those two first round picks materialize, um, and we see you know who's Seth Curry. Although I think maybe he's he's reached a ceiling, but maybe there's a little bit more to go for Seth. Um, who do you think won this trade? Uh, let me ask it this way. Who won it now and who won it in five years? Uh, I think Philly won the trade now, and I think they'll win it in five years. Okay. Outstanding. All right. Hold I, on I just this. really don't know how Ben Simmons is going to fit in uh, Brooklyn. Like, I know it's a very ideal situation for him because there's so much shooting around him, but him and – Kyrie are very combustible personalities, so that's already tough to deal with. And he might really clog up the lane for KD, who likes to operate in the mid-post a lot, which is essentially where Ben Simmons' defender likes to sit. So I think that that could cause some issues, too. Well, Steve, I can't think of a better uh, segue for you. He brought up Kyrie. Any parting words before we move on? Oh, shoot, we can't hear you, Steve. Darn it. Oh, it's just fuzzy. We'll see if, if, if it comes back. Uh, Steve and I got a chance to talk before the show, and uh, he asked, should I bring up the Kyrie curse? And I said, no, bring it up, man. If it comes up, bring it up. And uh, you, you softballed that one to him, Akeem. But unfortunately, yeah. he can't hit it out of the park. He's... You can't hear him. I, I would love to hear all about the Kyrie Curry. <laughs> I feel for you, Steve. I know. I think you can hear us, but we can't. We can't hear you. So we might have to edit that in later. 
because we do we do have to move on. Uh, we are recapping a few NBA trades. This was the biggest one. Great to start it off. Akeem, I know you got to go to a birthday party and you have some things to do today. Thank you so much for your time. We got the Washington Wizards next. Stay tuned right here and we'll be back uh, probably in about 10, 15 minutes to talk Washington Wizards basketball. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass, throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket.